You're listening to DraftKings Network. This whole episode is Sarah reminding oh Shayna who is in the league. It's a primer about who is in the NHL because we're girls and we don't know. But okay. <laughs> what are sports? Hello, and we are back. Too Many Men podcast is in the house. Episode 19 is under record. I'm Allison Lucan, joined, as always, by the effervescent and dedicated Sarah Sivian. Sarah, how are you doing? Ooh, you switched it up. I went first. I didn't know how to act. It's um, 2.0, baby. It's a whole new energy. I was like, You're, this is such nice compliments. Wow. <laughs> you, she only hypes me up because she knows I need it. Um, we are good over here. It has been so long since we did a podcast, so I miss you guys. Um, when you said 54321 to lead us off, I thought you were going to say 5678. And I was like, where are my tap shoes? All right. I'm doing good, though. How are you? I'm good. And as always, the brilliant and dedicated Shana Goldman. Shana, say hi. Hi. It's great to be back. We missed you guys. Um, life got in the way. I had to take a vacation, um, but we are back. Um, we didn't forget you, and we're so excited to return to form. And of course, returning to form means starting off with the illustrious shit list. There have been many candidates, my friends, while we were away but we chose to highlight two in particular shitty, shitty things. Uh, Shana, start us off with our, we have two, our first entry onto this week's shit list, please. We're going to take you back a few weeks to uh, an anti-straight discriminatory. Um, oh my God. What I, even is that word? Y- yeah. Jeremy Roenick. I'm anti-straight. <laughs> yeah, please. Um, Jeremy Roenick says that NBC discriminated against him. And they're anti-straight because he was fired over, I don't know, saying things about having a threesome with his co-host, who is a woman and casual. And uh, it's funny with him. If I remember correctly, when it first happened, he put out like a pretty good apology. And I was even like, wow, like, good job. And then when he got fired, he put out a video and he was so petty and pissed off and acting like a child. And And then he claimed also in it that they were pissed at him because he's a Trump supporter and like wanted to speak at one of his rallies, oh which God. was kind of like, he wasn't told no, if I read it correctly, but they were kind of like, just know you work for NBC type thing. Like if that's, if you, like, you know, you deal with the pushback, I would think is the response. They probably didn't want him to do it, but they can't say no. But so he threw that in there too. So way to be a decent person, Jeremy Roenick. And, and always such an exemplary uh, player on the ice as well. Who saw this coming? I mean, really. 17 17- hits later <laughs> i saw it coming <laughs> sarah your thoughts on on the on the uh, stand-up behavior from mr yes. ronick every street person i know uh talks about banging their co-workers uh, <laughs> on a, the most popular hockey podcast um by far except for ours so jeremy come on our podcast yes yes <laughs> be anti-straight with me i personally hate the straights let's go I I swear to God, it's just, I mean, it is the constant shit that women are supposed to say is fine and okay is mind blowing to me. It was Um, cool that Catherine said that it wasn't okay, even though they are friends. Yeah. (laughs) 
Hashtag friends. Hashtag friends on. <laughs> yeah. And like, here's the thing, like that was part of his defense originally. Like she said it was fine, but the reality is when women are put in that position, they don't often have the backup to even think it's okay to say it's not fine. Yeah. So with all respect to Catherine Tappan, who's amazing, that's not a dig on her, but like women aren't just going to go, yeah, you totally made me uncomfortable with that sexually harassing talk. It's just not a thing that happens. So. Yeah. Yeah. And also add in, I don't listen to the podcast that this was on. Um, Definitely do not. But I have friends who I frown upon who do listen to the podcast. And um, they were saying that, like, he insisted on telling this story. That it sounded like they were even like, you don't need to tell this story. And he was like, no, no, let me tell you it. It's so fucking good. Let me tell you the story. And, like, what are you doing? What are you thinking? Like, you're probably not thinking. Let's be real. You are not thinking. And if you no. are thinking, your thoughts are not good. If this is what's on your mind and being like, let me tell this to the world. This is my friend. Let me stress this. But, like, I mean, what goes through your head? You had numerous chances, Nothing. it sounds like, to not tell the story. You tell the story. You deal with the rep- repercussions of telling the story. If the shoe was on the other foot, it would not be at, like, a waiting period. Probably like, yeah, we're fucking done with her. She's gone. But, right. no, you got the benefit of the doubt for 3.2 minutes before you lost your job. Shut up. Take it like a man. Take losing your job. You will get something else somewhere else if you weren't such a salty baby over it. And just fuck the hell off. Like, this is just someone's You're being hire sexist him. against men, Shayna. You're anti-man. I hate men, and then someone's like, not all bad. There are too many of them. Too many. <laughs> like seriously, think about thinking that is like the best story you have to tell in the world. You have bad stories. No offense, but like, let's think about how many brain cells he has. Like, not <laughs> many. And how many are fighting? So they're tied up in in, yes. in, in this battle. On an even bigger scale, um, and this is a constantly evolving story, I hate to say that probably by the time this gets released in less than 12 hours, we already may not be up to date, um, unfortunately, in all seriousness on all the facts, but our other big entry into the shit list, Shayna, walk us through. MLB sucks. (laughs) Well, okay, we can go go two ways with this too. Two current things. One, they suspended Joe Kelly, which was a thing. He's a pitcher on the Dodgers. Hold on, this guy. He, oh, no, I know. Oh, oh, I thought you were like, oh, oh, I'm God, aware of, I, I did okay. pay attention to this news event. Joe Kelly is a pitcher on the Dodgers. They're playing the Astros. That team that cheated to win, cheated, whole thing, did cheat, indeed. Everyone knows it. No players were suspended for that, keep in mind. So he was taunting them. And yes, he was throwing pitches. They could have hit players. It could have been really bad. Suspend him for it. I have no issue with that. But the fact that you're throwing an eight-game suspension at this player for taunting them, probably to set a me- like send a message and set a precedent, like, please, let's be nice to the Astros because they're the team that fucking deserves it. Um, it's unreal. It's, it's unreal that they're like, we're going to throw eight games at that and throw taunting into it when not a single player was suspended for cheating on their way to win a World Series. But that's okay. So now everyone's supposed to be nice to the Astros, but I say – Everyone should be mean to the Astros and take the suspensions in stride. You have enough fucking money. You'll get a couple days off. It's not a big deal, especially for a pitcher. Take the suspensions and just taunt the Astros. And the other thing with it was, like, they almost brawled after that. And, like, everyone, you know, the dugouts were clearing. And people were like, oh, you know, obviously he should have been for taunting because it's going to go against socially distancing measures. But, like, have fucking restraint. You're going to be like, oh, he should have had the restraint not to taunt. You are grown men. Shut up. You don't have to get up and punch someone in the face and be mad because someone 
frowned at you and told you to go fuck yourself because you did cheat and you suck. So, like, the whole thing. <laughs> Sarah, did you pay it's attention just, to this? It's so bad. Like, I just, I love the um, thing Joe Kelly um, put on his it's, Instagram. Uh, it was like it, his kids or some kids or something, and it was actually like them. <laughs> it's funny. But I don't, like, it just is another thing fuck up from the MLB that can't like this league is just the absolute worst I can't stress it enough well and that's the one of the agents last night she tweeted out she's like oh sure you'll punish him for for these infractions but you won't punish the players who literally had financial ramifications on the rest of the league by cheating to win a uh, whatever they call it in best in baseball this oh, is why I don't really care that thank you that we, thing we, we care about the world series when it's not the Astros winning or the cheating Red Sox but I digress Chills. There you go. <laughs> and then there was another aspect of the MLB. Shana, do you want to bring us up to date on, on this mess? That There's a rumor that we're not 100% sure is true or not yet. Yeah. So the MLB is one of the leagues going on without being in a bubble. They're traveling to empty arenas because that is not wasteful or anything. And um, so the, the fact that it took them this long to even get this season restarted, as we talked about on prior shit lists, because that's how much the owners suck. Um, now everything's underway and we're what a week into it. And we're already like, where, if not we, they, they are, I'm not part of that. They are falling apart already because mm. players are testing positive because for one, you have, um, not in a bubble in their cities. And some of these cities are hotspots. Like, I don't know, the entire state of Florida, which has numerous teams. And so the Miami Marlins, a bunch of players tested positive and it's been reported and I want to see from more sources before you know we use this as like a finite thing but whatever the case they tested positive the rumor is that they were in a bar in Atlanta they went and played the Phillies a player was scratched who tested positive they still played and now every day you hear about more players testing positive so then the Phillies who they played a coach is now tested positive and they literally had to restructure the schedule because one team was supposed to go to Philly and play in the locker room the Yankees where the Marlins just were, and the Marlins were supposed to go to Baltimore. So now the Yankees and the Marlins, uh, the Yankees and the Orioles are playing each other. No one knows what to do with the Marlins and the Phillies because the Marlins are all sick, basically, because great job, great job spreading that. And then now you have it with the Phillies. So everything's in jeopardy, but they claim a bubble wouldn't have worked because they clearly explored it. If they said we can't go to training camp places, which are Arizona and Florida, and those would be our best chances at a bubble. I'd be like, I hear you, but literally go anywhere else. Like go the Yankees and Mets stadiums. There you go. Go in a bubble, take breaks. So you can go see your family after a month, do something, but traveling in this economy, idiots. Sarah, how could anybody <laughs> ever think that was going to work? I just want to know how like anybody. And then now they're letting people vote. I know. Vote on if they can go to Miami, more Miami, Marlins had tested positive for COVID in the entire city of Toronto yesterday. So what are we doing? Stop. Like The city of Toronto, which isn't even allowing the MLB to play there, despite having a team that belongs there, because they don't want all of these players coming in because who would want them? Correct. Correct. So congratulations to our newest shitless entries. Uh, there's plenty more tough. coming. Yeah, it was a tough decision, but you made the cut. <laughs> Again. We should build trophies, you guys, and like literally fucking send them to these people. Congratulations. I'm sure. A biannual um, shit list of the six months period. Yeah. 
Shana, get on that for merch. We need a little trophy. Now. We have the Sabres. They're up there. And the Bruins. The Sabres and the Bruins definitely were high up there. But I think MLB, we've talked shit about more because of, like, everything leading up to their return to play, which is, is up in flames now. So Give it time. Give it time. Yeah. In that, in that interim, design those trophies. Listeners, we'll take submissions for designs. Uh, we'll, we'll see what wins out there. All right. In, in our bit of news, the segment I'm continuing to demand happen, Sarah's favorite bit of news. <laughs> we actually have cool bit of news. I'm all focused on women's sports, um, which I may note have exceedingly done well managing against the COVID pandemic. It's almost like women know how to do things the right way. But I digress. Shana, take us through the major women's leagues right now and tell us um, some accomplishments, some progress, some announcements. So first we have the National Women's Soccer League, which just finished their tournament. We have the winners, the Houston Dash. Congrats to them. And congrats to the league as a whole, who put on a whole tournament with, wait for it, what? Zero. 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 Zero tests that were positive. Like, keep in mind, a team did pull out, did not get to go because they went to a bar and it was a whole thing. That was Orlando. Sure. But once they were in the bubble... They kept things good and were able to play through. So, you know, good for them. Um, we have the WNBA. They started. They have really upped everything with their social justice. Um, they, they've been like such an – a lot of the players have been so active, and there are some who aren't even competing to continue fighting for social justice because they don't want, you know, there to be a distraction from what should be going on in sports to provide that. So when it comes to having – messages on their jerseys and selling merch and wearing it um and making sure the world knows like everyone knows who is watching that black lives do matter like it's important to keep it up and not just keeping it as a moment they're showing the whole movement so definitely kudos to them for everything they've done and, and some great play already yeah great sport to watch great sport to watch i'm i'm digging in i don't even like basketball and i like it so <laughs> It just turns out I don't like men's basketball. Exactly. You Who know. wants to watch men play sports anyway? I like the women's Who cares, sports. as all the men with one follower would say. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, their, their viewership, as you alluded to earlier, has been really great. Uh, they, they started on ESPN. It was the Liberty playing the Seattle Storm. And now we're going to see more games nationally broadcast, which rightfully so. Amen. And, and our final uh, women's league. Oh, uh, the NWHL has announced that they are pushing their start till at least January 2021, which makes sense because they are not full-time players like everyone else. They can't go to a bubble. They have other jobs. And uh, yeah, so they're putting a pin in it until then. And that delays the new addition, Toronto getting started. But, you know, great decision. Perfect. Sarah, so much talk of women's sports. We've already spent so much time. What were we thinking? But what is, any thoughts on, on these leagues and what they've done right so far? I mean, of course, um, well, I saw Kyrie Irving um, donated $1.5 million to make sure the WNBA players who opt out for whatever reason uh, can opt out. And my feelings are so conflicted on him because I don't, I felt like he ruined my Celtics, but I'll have to like him for this one. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. And um as Shana said, and we, and we know, and if you're paying attention, the women, particularly in the WNBA, were making these statements far before it was cool, far before it was oh, yeah. a national oh, movement. Yeah. So we want to recognize the WNBA athletes for being front runners in making sure we all pay attention to how we can make our world better. With that, guys, the NHL made it to the bubble. 
it's like that um thing with what's that guy paul rudd and it's like who would have thought we'd get here not me look at us <laughs> well we, we are we are well we are not in fact here but the players 51 people from each team are in fact there um and since we can't be there uh we're getting some some limited availability um via zoom um there are nhl.com reporters in the bubble um so there's that uh, but yeah. <laughs> that whole thing <laughs> and people wonder why it matters i'll give you a simple example is that kadri last night made a comment about well shana you tweeted out the gif explain the scene on the ice if you could before the colorado game yesterday yeah so all these teams they're they're doing so the league is doing the we skate for which is about covid relief social justice and the oilers are using that for COVID one bucket is too. fine one yeah bucket. one bucket throw it all together we skate for because that's as far as our vocabulary can go <laughs> um and what's creativity and really caring and everything else but you know i digress um so the players have been standing arm in arm during the national anthems standing not kneeling and no it is not for your service it's very hard for hockey players to kneel i mean they never do that in that game never in warm-ups you never see players talking kneeling anything like that god forbid never happens go ahead never so here you have four players who are your only players who aren't white. You know, you have their black players and from different descents. Um, you have Kadri, Jordan Greenway, Bellamare, and Dumba. Sorry, I had to like remember, I'm like, which game was this again? Hockey, I'm not rusty, definitely not at all. But so the four of them stood together and everyone else stood as all the teams have been doing. And I get giving these players a moment to stand together and let the focus be on them. I hear you if that's what your argument's going to be. But it looks a little bit funny that they're the players standing together and every white player standing around them, not even one could like put your fucking like hand on his shoulder, stand behind them, stand next to them, stand like behind them would have been a good idea. Yeah. Show we are with you. Show you want to show solidarity. Maybe don't stand away from the players who are actually dealing with this on a daily basis and show an ounce of compassion, but instead it's best to let them stand and deal with it alone because they're the only players who will even face questions on this. Because why ask a white teammate what he's doing to support his black teammate? Just ask the black teammate what he's doing to, you know, live his daily life as a person that isn't white. And we have a story. Oh, sorry. We have a story coming out with Slavin um, because he, recently adopted a little adorable baby um, and she is of color. And I, he has talked a lot about how kind of he has, it's opened his eyes and how he's doing a lot of work, just kind of like in seeing how wrong he was about certain things. And um, that'll be an interesting story, but it's not enough asking of asking white teammates what they're doing to support. And then the whole thing with, um, did you guys see the Bruins released a statement? Then um, Tuka oh, Rask had a Boston police hat on. And to his credit, I don't think that he meant to do that, but it still just looks like very oh, bad. So then Matt Porter of the Boston Globe tweeted, like, here's this. And then Brad Marsham was like, what the fuck, Porter? And then deleted it. But it's like, ooh, like that's not how we um, talk yeah. about this. So yeah. there's a long way to go. And that was the story too that I wanted to share from a media perspective. And so again, people have commented to me about why are reporters unhappy to not be in the bubble. And uh, Nazim Kadri, after the game that Shana outlined, made, I thought, really 
solid on point comments saying he hoped for more and said he included the hope for more from the NHL. Well, that last part is removed from the video um, and is not in the report. So this is why objective reporting helps, particularly on far more important stuff than did you play for a full 60 minutes and just did what you could to help your team. I mean, there's other stuff that objective reporting can help us flush out. But there we are. Um, but yes, games games are being played in the bubble. Um, we are playing warm up or exhibition or whatever the heck we're calling these things. But by this weekend, my friends, there will be actual meaningful play occurring on the ice. So we, the three of us, thought it would be fun to do kind of a quick lightning round predictions, matchup by matchup. No pun intended. <laughs> Did you see that game? Oh my God, other thoughts. Um, a quick a speed round of who's going to win each round. So we will start in the West because our Western listeners always remind us we can focus there more. So let's give them the, the first shots. Sarah, I will start with you. Winner and quick reasons why for Edmonton, Chicago. Edmonton, because they have to. Right. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> That's all. Shana. Yeah, Edmonton. I think if maybe if the Blackhawks didn't trade Robin Leonard, I'd feel a little bit better. And that's not a knock at Corey Crawford, but like to have right. a really strong goaltending tandem, I think would help, especially because like Crawford did had COVID before this too. And yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, so less preparation. And um, the Blackhawks are, they shouldn't even be here. So you don't even go here. Yeah. Jerry Seidel and McDavid, Literally. I don't think you can like run with just like three good players, but I think that you can get through a five game series against a not actually good team. And then the Blackhawks will win the first overall pick. God bless America. <laughs> Sarah, next matchup. Wait, what about you? Oh, yeah, shit, what? Sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> I forget. I forget. What about I, you? I, I pick Edmonton because like, seriously, like, Chicago was one of the teams where I was like, you basically had already admitted you weren't going to make it, and now you're in because you're in a big market. So Edmonton, yep. do do the thing. Sarah, what's up? Nashville, Arizona, go. <laughs> like none of the above. Um, Arizona, because. Um, they're motivated after Sean Jika quit on the team. <laughs> like that read like something they like. Not a soap opera. I, NHL, not a soap yeah, opera. Not a soap My opera. high school coach would have said after like we got arrested for underage drinking. Like, I can't. So they Sh have something to prove. Shana, your pick. I'm going to go with Nashville. I don't like John Hines personally as a coach. I don't think he's like a great coach, <clears> but I think that they have. A good enough forward core, especially if they actually play their top players a lot. And while their goalies were trash this year, like we know that they can be good and they have good defense. And I think Arizona has two good goalies and not enough else. So I am not confident in them. I am going to go with Arizona um, because I liked them when they started the season and it was goalie injuries that kind of started their slide. Yeah, you're right. So I'm going to go with Arizona and also because chaos. Hashtag. Yeah, it's also like Taylor Hall, like so, he's yeah. in the playoffs, let's go. And Phil Kessel, let's talk about his part in the run That's for, for the Pens. I forgot he was – I forgot Listen, Phil Kessel. I don't know where half the people play anymore. I don't – it's just – it's a whole mess. It really is. Sarah. Yes. The Vancouver Canucks versus the Minnesota Wild. Your thoughts? 
Oh, definitely the Canucks. And I know what happened yesterday, but I think I, you can't say anything about an exhibition game. And I think um, the Wild don't really make sense in this at all. And then people <laughs> people are going to say, like, oh, that's what, like, they're actually good. Like, I, I hate predictions because everyone's like, oh, no matter if you are right or you're wrong, it's always, oh, like that kind of thing. So um, I think... In conclusion, the Canucks are going to win because it makes sense. And I think Pedersen's so good. Mm-hmm. Shayna. Yeah. Minnesota, like, was another team that I don't think they expected to be here. Like, they did make – they traded Jason Zucker, and that's, like, a key player you'd want for a playoff run. And I feel like yeah. with better goaltending, maybe they'd be there. I think their goaltending this year has been, like, not great. And it's, yeah. it's, it's both goalies have just not been great. That, that would worry me. And um, Vancouver, like – they can rely on their goal. Goaltending can win you a five-game series if you're relying on that. And they do have a good top six. I don't, I don't love their bottom six, but I feel like yeah. they definitely have some good young players that it's – I don't – Well, now don't, Ferland might be back. Like, what's up with that? Oh, yeah. I forgot. I literally forgot about him, too, because he hasn't played in so long. I'm thinking, like, Miller, Besser, and, like, Pedersen. But, like, yeah, that's another good player to have. We'll so, see. Yeah. I'm picking know. Vancouver because I do like that team. Um, and also, like, the Minnesota Wild, the most notable thing they did last year was fire their head coach. Like, there's nothing notable about them. Exactly. They had a good offseason. They fired Paul Fenton. Well, I said <laughs> last season. It's a year a year on Thursday that that happened. Um, oh so I also God. go Vancouver. Last Western matchup, we have saved the best for last, potentially. Sarah, the Flames of Calgary <laughs> versus the Jets of Winnipeg. The Flames, um, the Jets. It's literally just Connor Hellebuck and um, an empty arena. Like that's <laughs> it. So we're gonna go with the Flames. Shayna, that's the toughest of the West. Yeah, that's the toughest of the West. I, I know we looked at it. The Winnipeg has like the lowest odds on like numerous models. Crazy, yeah, yeah. Because goaltending and like they should be better than they. Their defense is just because of like everything with like Bufflin and how that all went down but like yes. I feel like with a good defenseman like one more they'd be good enough but I just don't I don't and I don't love like yeah the flames are just I I always liked them and then because I thought they were fun and then they got like a little less fun <laughs> but I, I'm gonna I like yeah, mm, this is I'm gonna, right I'm gonna give it to the flames I'm gonna give it to the flames I'm going flames flames all the way switching to the east my friends We'll switch up the order. Shayna, you're first. Montreal, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Montreal's not good. Montreal doesn't belong <laughs> here. Sorry. You don't go here either. And they can't Carrie Price, like, is still a great goaltender. He's not this elite generational goalie that everyone paints him out to be. But he's, you know, but he hasn't been if he's not on, they're kind of screwed. And like Pittsburgh is healthy. You could put me next to Sidney Crosby and Crosby would probably be dragging me up the ice and he, I'd still manage a couple points. So like, <laughs> I mean, and Jake Gensel's healthy and he already looks good yeah. that I'm like, yeah, all right. Yeah. And John Marino is healthy and he did not get the attention he deserved this year outside of like Pittsburgh. Like he could have, if he was healthy, he would have been probably number two of like my Calder yes. pick. So the, the poor under attentive paid to the Pittsburgh Penguins. That's, that's well, we, that's the thing. That's because we all hear Pittsburgh. I mean, Shana. <laughs> I just like John Marino. The rest of the Penguins, I don't really care, but I do like John Marino. You know, good NCAA defenseman coming up, doing the thing. 
with that other one that didn't get a call or nod. Oh my God. Okay. So, so, Sarah, yeah. your choice. Um, that's pretty disrespectful to Zach Aston Reese, my favorite player <laughs> in the NHL. But I do think when he said he told the Montreal media that he didn't know who was on the that was amazing. Uh, Habs <laughs> first line, I'm like, Penguins in two. Penguins <laughs> yep. in two. I will pick Pittsburgh because yes, Montreal, you seriously, like you sold like everything and you you, you were not planning on being in the postseason. You had already given in. You had already turned in your cards and your chips and walked away from the table and headed to the bar. So it's over. They literally didn't even go to Montreal until like they absolutely had to because nobody <laughs> like thought it was going to happen. This one, I have thoughts after watching the games the other day. Shayna, Islanders, Florida. Oh, I want to know your thoughts. Okay. Um, I'm going with the Islanders. And yes. the thing with the Islanders is like they were not a great team going into it and they could have missed the playoffs. It had this not been like, you know, expanded because of like their downturn. And they need to, like, score goals, which is not a tough concept, but, you know, evidently it is for some teams. But their whole thing is defensive structure, and they have good goaltending to back it up and healthy. Adam Pellick is huge for that, and Casey Sezikis and Cal Clutterbuck are back. So it's like there's a lot of good things going on with them that is, you know, they can play to their strengths now. And then you have Florida, who does not have – they have very expensive goaltending. <laughs> Does it? I don't know. Did you watch the game yesterday? I, I did. And I'm like, wow, Bobrovsky, you look good, but you're not playing good. So, you know, uh, that, 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 mm. and I like Florida's top six. And I think they have a really good first pair. Yeah, I know. I talk with my hands. I know. But like, Ekblad and Uyghur are two players I would never peg to be like, oh, yeah, great first pair. But like, they have been. It's just everything else is bad. So, eh, defense below that, shitty goaltending and no forward depth. I'm like, no, you can't. Even if it's against the Islanders, you can't. Please do not disrespect Lucas Walmark in this household. Um, oh my God, he, I forgot he's there. Yeah, I did too. This whole I did episode, too. Sarah reminding oh Shayna who is in the league. It's a primer about who is in the NHL because we're girls and we don't know. But uh, <laughs> what are sports? Lucas Walmark, yes, he's the best. But um, other than that, I think Florida. Bob, like Bob, I don't know, Allison. Maybe you can help us. See decompress this I don't know but I don't trust him that's that's it yeah yeah I I look the defense in front of him is completely different I think it was the second goal where I was like he's just not used to having to stop that because that shot never gets to him um, mm -hmm. with the defense he grew up in but and, and listen I think it's really hard my personal take is that it, this is going to be hardest for goaltenders to come back because you can't like to stay in goalie shape is different than staying in skater shape right um but yeah, I didn't think Bob looked his best. Um, and I thought, I mean, Florida, their, their saving grace is supposed to be offense and they couldn't get one goal. Yeah, exactly. Against, the, uh, against whoever the hell they played yesterday. The, Tampa, Tampa Bay, come on. So I'm going with the Islanders in that series, yes. Because it's the two of you, we'll let you two go last. So the next series we'll do, Shayna, is Toronto, the Blue Jackets, of central Ohio go Columbus broken jackets are healthy and they are. while I think Toronto could win so they could lose an actual round one I would love it I would just love it if Toronto lost in round one before round one oh just for the God. cast of it it's 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 a fun matchup because you have the team known for their offense versus the team for their defensive structure and I think it makes for something really interesting because if the Blue Jackets can score goals you got something there. And if 
Toronto has the firepower to get past uh, Columbus's blue line, but then you still have good goalies, you know, big Elvis fan over here that I'm like, I I like Toronto's chances for it. And um, I'd like to see some Columbus analysis go past uh, a potential five game series. So I am rooting for the Columbus, the team, because I want to see Columbus analysis throughout the playoffs so I can copy your ideas and put them on my own team because you inspire half my articles. Well, that's very sweet. Your check is in the mail. Thank you. Sarah, your pick <laughs> for this series. Well, come on. Seth Jones is back. This is going to be probably one of the best series of the um, whatever the hell this oh, is. Yeah, I think. Um, play in whatever. Play in, but it still counts as playoff stats. So you know what? I'm so dumb. Ugh. It's postseason, but not playoffs. And it's just Rod like. Bern- yeah. Rod Burnham is like, you can call it whatever you want. It's the playoffs. And I'm like, thank you, Rod. That's exactly what it is. But Print it um, on a t-shirt. We love his I logic. Genuinely don't know. Um, and I'll be, this is one I'm going to be watching the most other than the Hurricanes. And I'm excited. Like I refuse to do a prediction because I'm just excited to watch it. You know? Excellent. I like, I like that. Um, I also agree with both. I think this and then the series between the Rangers and Caroline are going to be the two best series to watch. Also, because as you guys know, I don't stay up super, super late to watch the super, super late West Coast games. Um, but uh, I, it's hard for me. I, don't, I think it's going to come down to goaltending, honestly. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, I, I do right now give Toronto the slight edge, but after Columbus plays Boston, if their defense is locked in, and Zach Rensky is playing like he was playing in training camp because he was on fire, like he went right back to it. Columbus might surprise some people, but I think it's going to be great, great hockey. Oliver Bjorkstrand's going to be the, you know, everyone's going to notice him now because if they play the Leafs, then they suddenly count, you know, that's how you become known in the league. And how does it affect the Leafs? That's what we need to know. All right, guys. Shana, you're first. Rangers, Hurricanes. Go. Well, <laughs> you know what? It's if Hamilton was healthy, I'd say Canes yeah. hands down. But with no Hamilton, no Pesci at all in this series, I think it's gonna. You're asking Slavin to, and I like the rest of Carolina's blue line, but you're asking Slavin to do a lot because Panarin and Zibanejad don't play together. They're two really good lines, and like I really liked what I saw from like their depth. I, like I said it all year, it sucks. You know, they don't have it. They don't have a fourth line. Their third line's a mess. But like Hilo and Kako, if they're going, I think it could be a good thing. Um, they have really good goaltending too. So it's like their problem is their defense. So if like Trub is on his game, it's the Rangers. I think if Trub is on it and the third line like does anything besides just standing there, you know, like if they do something, it's the Rangers that are going to win the series. But like I think this is going to be a really tough one because you have such different teams and like you have the Corsi Canes versus the Rangers who are like always in like the bad corner. We may win, but we may die. So like if Hamilton were healthy, I'd give it to the Canes, but because he's not, I'm going to give it to the Rangers. And yes, I know I'm biased, but I think that. Sarah, your rebuttal. Okay. Well, Truba to the Rangers is Morozik to the Hurricanes in that scenario. Like if he is on and it's kind of concerning, no offense to James Reimer, who is a beauty, but if people want him to be like the starter, then we're already having kind of a problem. Like he's a fine backup, but like there's a goalie controversy now and there it's, it's legit. Like nobody's wrong, but it's like Morozik really needs to shut everybody up and be like, okay, I'm no I'm a legitimate starter. And this needs to be his like coming out party is that. So 
if that's like a five game plan that's a perfect stage to do that and um if he doesn't do that obviously that's over for the hurricanes but um i do say hurricanes in five um Ooh, we actually, got a number of games now wait yeah. actually, i think it's going the full length yeah yeah it's either that or it's going to be a sweep right and well i guess there's only three <laughs> options <laughs> like hot takes <laughs> but It'll be interesting. You know what I thought? Um, somebody brought up in the comments yesterday, which was tomorrow. Um, Aho usually takes like a month to actually get going. Like I remember last year, it literally took a month for him to get his first goal. And it's been like a pattern his whole career. So he's going to need to speed that up to like a day and a half. So that's tough. It's like, uh, it's going to be tough to see if Aho can kick it up a gear without like having to having the patience that we usually need to have with him. So we'll see, but I think Kane's in five. See, wait, your goalie point, like, that's part of the reason, like, I would say the Rangers, because, like, while you're saying, like, well, if oh, Mrazek really can't, there's Reimer. If Shesterkin can't, there's that guy, Henrik Lundqvist. So yeah, exactly. that's what I'm, like, I've been told. Oh. Yeah, he's, he's old, horrible, but, you know. What do you think? Tiebreaker here. I am going with the Hurricanes. I just have to go with body of work. Um, and – with all due respect to the Rangers, they're just not there yet um, as a complete team. And I think that that's going to bite them. Oh, yeah. Even without Doug. And we don't know if and when Dougie's coming back. Right, Sarah? Sorry, I'm muted. <laughs> you just saw the spirit fingers. Um, my sources have indicated that it's not completely out of the question for him to be back this series, but it's unlikely. So they need to prepare like he's not going to be back. And it's not like the blue line is terrible without him, but it's just not well, Norris he's so caliber. He's yeah. so good. And then Pesci, I, Slavin's also obviously one of the best, but I think like Pesci's right in that conversation and he doesn't get yeah. enough credit and Slavin will be the first to tell you that. And then Dougie is Dougie. Like he can completely change the complexion of a game, but Sammy Vaughton has been pretty good too, but it's just not Dougie. Yeah. Yeah. But they did what they, they hung in without Dougie. Even after he got hurt, that's this is my this is my my little. But they process. hung in, like it, yeah, that was yeah, but like it's the thought. Rangers. Come on, I mean, no offense. Well, that's Dave. that's the thing. Like the Canes were allowing more shots and thing and quality chances, like at the end there, and like they were ticking up while the Rangers were actually going in the other direction. And like I'm not sure they can pick up where they left off. And like knowing the Rangers, I'd be like, no, they can't. It'll take them yeah. some time. This is a young team. But, but like, like Artemi Panarin had no shot shots yesterday. It's okay. Okay. He no, like, <laughs> no. I legitimately now listen. You know I've watched that man as well. Like yeah, that shocked the hell out of me. That's not no. It did. Right. It did. Yeah, and okay. it doesn't surprise me the Islanders focusing in on him as much because I think their first game against each other this year he had five points, and so like they yeah. really took it up a notch their next game against him too. Like they have that shutdown blue line with players like right, Pelican, sure. Pelic. And the other thing with him that doesn't worry me so much is like last year in preseason, he got hurt in the first game and didn't play the rest of preseason. And he was completely fine game one. So like, I feel like he's not someone that needs as much to get him going. So I'm hoping that can hold true. And I would guess if he's not going, they change up the line and flip Kako with Foss, which they practiced yesterday during the game. And they looked good. Then I'm like, I feel like if he's not going, they'll get him going fast. I feel, I feel like, like adjustments and everything is going to be so like much more important than it has ever been. And we're going to really see coaching and training staffs and stuff like this, yep. like either shine or flail. 
I feel like we're going to need a whole special episode just to break down the Hurricanes Rangers series once it's over because we shall. there's going to be thoughts. And let's do a Toronto too with Toronto Columbus. Like, let's get both of our series in there. Yeah, we'll, we might have, as well. we'll have to have a Toronto guest on. You can't talk about Toronto without having someone who knows Toronto, Shana. We can tell Dom or someone and be mean to him the whole time again. Dom or someone. Dom or we someone. need to talk about Taylor Swift with Dom. <laughs> okay, this is true. All right, so we'll, we'll see if Dom will join us uh, for a Leafs Jackets recap. All right. We've missed it. You've missed it. We wrap, as always, with fuck, marry, kill. We have three submitted by our listeners. We love our listener submitted categories. They're much better than what we usually come up with. Sarah, you're on the hot seat first for our first Fuck, Mary Kill. I feel that you can handle this one. I feel you've got the thoughts ready to go. Fuck, Mary Kill, the COVID return plans for the NHL, the NBA, and the MLB. Go. Okay, kill the MLB. Um, holy shit. Like, as I said before, the Marlins had more positive cases of COVID than the entire city of Toronto yesterday. Um, it's just, how did anybody ever think the bubble, they have millions of dollars, they're doing nothing uh, with it, except hoarding it, um, and not giving a bubble to players. I mean, Canada was so smart and being like, oh, fuck this, we're not participating. <laughs> and then they were, even after that, they were like, okay, we'll just like keep do. I don't even really know what happened. They're just like, all right, we're going to just keep going without this uh, franchise. And then I will fuck the NBA because they at least had comic relief with like the um, food selections that first day. And also like they're doing a lot with um, social justice, I feel like. And they're letting um, their players as usual express themselves. And I'm going to marry the NHL. Um, can't believe it. We're here. They did it. Um, I guess I can believe it. I mean, I'm, I, it was all so safe when I was there for training camp. Like it made me think, wow, they really got a handle on this. So good job guys. You're nice and dependable, but I might cheat on you because you're boring. Shana, go. Um, so I'm going to kill the MLB's plants because I don't know what you're thinking. That's bad. The whole thing. That's very terrible. Like you're weakened and you're falling apart. No. No, you did something wrong. And when you were, it's not that even you were called on being wrong. There's no way around, like, it, you can't say anything besides you were wrong. And they still double down on, like, oh, we couldn't bubble. So, fuck off. Down. We couldn't bubble. Bubble's a verb now. I like it. <laughs> um, I will <laughs> fuck the NBA. I think, I don't like the idea of anyone being in Florida unnecessarily. And that's, like, my big thing. You look at, like, Valid. the MLS going, like, don't go to the state that has handled things the worst in the country just about like don't go there i get it literally yeah don't don't do it so and also the whole thing did you guys see about like lou williamson leaving the bubble and and the whole strip club wings and now that's a whole thing that i'm like i enjoy the storyline of it i think it's stupid as hell but i think it's really funny because like let's be real you don't need to go to a strip club to get some you can probably open your phone secretly do whatever you want but you know what do i know um so yeah the the chaos of it of that i'll fuck but i still think it's not smart to be in florida and then i will marry the uh the nhls and i've been like super critical of their return to play with everything but yeah but it's like they're like in a real life version of zach and cody the way that they're (laughs) in the hotel with like they have the golf simulators in in rooms which like whatever that's boring but like the video games and then they have basketball courts to go play on and they had the soccer field there and they have all these like toys to 
I don't know. I think that's kind of fun. So I will give them credit for that and I will marry them as a result. I will kill the MLB because for fuck's sake, people, what the hell are you doing? Um, and I have nothing new to add other than what my wonderful co-hosts have already said. Um, I'm actually going to marry the NBA because they are having some fun with it. There is a little bit of controversy, a little bit of spice. Like we're not going to get settled into too much of a routine. Um, to Sarah's point, they are allowing the players to do a little bit more in terms of expressing themselves with what's going on in the world. Um, I love the drama of like, depending on which hotel you're in based on where your standings are, like bring me more that of cool. that. Um, and yeah, I, and I have enjoyed the fact that there are reporters in the bubble. I just think it, it helps coverage yeah. of any sport a little bit better. Um, and I will, I will fuck NHL because it's 2.0. It's not for long term, and here we are, and it is what it is. Give me, give me some personality, NHL. You have give good me something. Points. Give you're me something to believe. My mind. See, well, that's what I'm here for. All right. Speaking of the bubble, we have three bubble activities. Shane already mentioned one of them: to fuck, Mary kill. So, Shana, you're first. Fuck, Mary kill as bubble activities, the golf simulator poker or Catan. Okay. I'm going to kill the golf simulator because I fucking, no, I like the idea of like having a simulator. I hate golf. I wish it was like a batting cage. I can't even swing in a, a golf hotel, club. a batting cage in a hotel. No, a fake one, like a simulator. Okay. You're not hitting a, do you hit a ball? I think you do. Oh, still. Yeah. <laughs> I hate golf. Um, I, I can't, I, I tried. I went to the, the driving range. And it was like the war. I hated it. Like two minutes in, I was like, "Can we leave? I hate this." Because I couldn't even do it right. That I'm like, "This, this sucks." I'm not the most coordinated, but I fuck. I hate golf, so I'm killing it. Um, maybe I'd feel differently if I was there, and that's like something I had to play with. But like, no. Um, I will fuck Catan. I don't even know what it is, but I love board games, so here for that. And I will marry poker because I actually genuinely do like poker, and that there's so many different games that you can play, and like I'm sure it'd be fun, like betting and things like that with everyone, like so many players know how to play too that it's something that like you can literally do with so, so many different people and like it's interesting every night because you have a lot writing on it when you bet and stuff not that we condone betting heaven forbid oh no no I've never, never. in my life never sarah all right what wait the options are Catan, um poker golf and poker golf simulator yes Okay, I'm going to kill Catan because I hate board games. I wish I liked them. Um, my Even I was talking to my therapist and she was like, well, maybe you hate quarantine because you are doing all these things that you've always hated. I was like, that's definitely true. Like, I can't sit here and do this stuff. So we're killing that. We are fucking poker because it's fun sometimes, but um, you don't want to do it too much. Um, then I will marry... Um, golf because golf is fun. I like golf. I'm horrible at it. There's a commercial for like one of those golf simulator places where I'm in and it just has the worst swing. Oh my God. It's hilarious. I'll send it to you guys after the show, but um, yes, I will marry golf. It's fun. That was like the anti-Shana response, like just so much variance. You guys just like teaming up on me. Go for it. I'm ready for it. Just chill, slow your roll. Mm-hmm. I'm killing golf because I hate golf. Golf Yay. is fucking dumb. And Whoa. I've never played it. I hate it. It's boring. When you watch it on TV, you can't even see the stupid ball. I it's the worst. Don't bring me the golf, people, ever. Come at me, bro, with your comments and takes. It's fine. 
I'm going to, here's what, if I'm in a bubble, I'm actually going to marry Catan because even though I have no fucking clue what it is, it would be something to learn. So it yeah, would take a lot of time and it would be new and different and interesting. So I would probably get the least bored of it first. So I'm going to marry Catan for that reason. And I'm going to fuck poker because poker's fine for me for like a short period of time, but I can't handle it. It's, I'm, yeah. I'll play Euchre, but I don't want to play poker. So those are mine. All right, we have come to our final fuck, Mary kill. This might be the most important content this podcast has ever put out. Can't wait. Sarah Sivian, you must go first. We need your guidance on this one. Are you ready? Yeah. Fuck, Mary kill, Taylor Swift albums. Your Hell choices yeah. are reputation, lover, folklore. Go. All right. Well, folklore is the best one, but I'm going to marry... Uh, well, wait, do I have to do this in order? No, whatever. I'm going to marry um, Reputation because little do people know I met Taylor Swift. My and favorite thing. when I met her, I hugged her and she smelled like heaven. And I go, holy shit, it's Taylor Swift. And uh, it was, she laughed. And then I was like, I just wanted to say, I was like shaking and sweating. And I was like, your album Reputation really got me through a hard time with a boss. And I with men and I'm a hockey reporter and I just started babbling and she was like wow I didn't think people would relate to that um I guess I'm glad you did but also that sucks and I was like oh my god thanks Taylor Swift so we're marrying that was tell how you got to go backstage who picked you to go backstage her mom because all the uh Gen Z zoomers were on their cell phones while me and my best friend were screaming the lyrics to every song at Gillette Stadium and her mom came up to us and was like would you like to meet my daughter and I was like well, she, my friend is like an absolute obsessed with Taylor Swift. And she's like sitting there on the floor crying at this point. Cause she knew it was her mom. And I'm like, well, she does. And she's like, well, do you, I was like, yeah, I do. And then the rest is history. And all right, I'll marry folklore. It's very sad, but um, yeah. it's so mature. Like in the, I knew when she wrote with a national, it's going to be like, I'm going to cry. I'm like, totally. I literally can't stop crying to it. And I'm like happy in my life right now, but I don't even, it's just like sad. And I will kill lover. I just, the oh. pop songs. No, like I loved a lot and Cruel Summer might be my favorite song of hers of all time, yeah. but the songs she chose the singles were like brutal. Like Terrible. I don't like them, but she usually does that, but whatever. Yeah. Not, I am not a fan of Cardigan. Sit with that one while Shayna answers. Go Shayna. My answer's not going to be very good because um, you don't care, do you? No. I just don't listen to that much of Taylor Swift. I've been looking up her album, so I know which is which just now. She's been looking up the album, <laughs> so she knows which is which. Well, because like I know some of the songs from them, but I don't know yes. like where they belong. I don't, I don't listen to Taylor. I don't even have Taylor Swift on my drunk playlist. So like, I think maybe there's one song of hers on Getaway the playlist Car. Listen else. to me. Put Getaway Car on your drunk playlist. Oh my god! Okay. It would change your life. Okay. Okay. the words to that one. Give I'm us your put answers. That on. Go with all the and the man. Stuff. Listen to the man. You will love it. Come on. We're sending you a playlist. Go, Shane. Okay. Answer us with your fictitious answer, <laughs> not based in solid research. Go. Well, I'm going to kill Lover because I did think that the singles were annoying and I heard them on the radio okay. a lot and I did not like them. And maybe they had better songs, like you mentioned, that it was we just did. those yes. were not good choices to be like the ones headlining it because they were not good enough for me to care to listen to the album. So I will kill it. Okay. And then reputation i'm going to marry that's the one she had the big tour for and a bunch of people were there and then she would do songs with other <laughs> she had like so many different people do appearances and sing their songs her songs and things like that and i would see like the clips from it 
And I was like, okay, this was cool. So I will marry that because it, it seemed like a good time and it lasted for a long time too. So, you know, that's, that's a good marriage. And I'm going to, what's the new one called? Folklore? I'm going to yes, fuck that yes. one because I know jack shit about it, except for what I've seen on Twitter. But the mystery is good because if it's good, maybe I'll want to fuck it again. And if it's bad, I never have to see it again. So there you go. Perfect. <laughs> she had a lot of people there at the, at the concert. What, weren't Shana those Goldman. the stadium ones? Like the big They're stadium all stadium ones? ones. It's Taylor fucking Swift. Yeah, it's yeah, Taylor but like, fucking Swift. Come on. She had like a lot of different people. <laughs> like oh I saw God. Maren Morris did songs with I'm her. I'm going to mute you. Yeah. Oh, and I, I like, like her. her. Yeah. I love her. She's good. See, I knew something. Okay. My answers. You have swayed me slightly. And since I have to kill one, I'm going to kill Lover. Although Cruel Summer and The Man so are good. epic. Kill Lover. Um, oh, this is hard for me. So here's my thing with folklore. I love it, but it is a mood. And an hour is a little bit long for the mood, right? Like if you yeah. listen to the end right. songs. We get it. We're sad. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to the songs at the end, like if you start there, they're amazing. But if you listen straight through, by the time you're there, you're like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, like just right. come on. So because of this, I am torn because Reputation is a seminal album. But Folklore is so good. This is terrible. Um, I'm going to enter a polygamous relationship and marry <laughs> both Folklore and Reputation and have multiple spouses. We'll and allow it for Taylor Swift. What's that thing? A Thruple, a thruple? I'm a thruple. I'm a thruple <laughs> with folklore and reputation. I can't, I can't do otherwise. All right. Thus brings us to the end of one more episode of Too Many Men. Friends, I'm so happy to be back. Are you happy I'm to so be back? I'm so happy to it. be I'm back. So Yay. Did we miss anything that we need to tell our wonderful community of listeners? Just that I miss them and I love them. Shana pointed at the camera. You can't see I agree. Because you, like, you remember like- when Shana, your hair looks so good. <laughs> Thank you. I kind of yeah. fucked it up, but like it, no, and it's a little it. greenish now and it matches my shirt. <laughs> well, we all, as you can hear, are so thrilled to be back. We're so thrilled to have you listening. Thank you for all your support. As a reminder, you can follow us on Twitter at two underscore much underscore man. You can find our website at the too many men pod.com. Please listen to us, subscribe to us and leave a review on your favorite place to listen to podcasts and check out our merch, uh, which you can find the links, not just on our Twitter profile, but also on our website. And barring any major catastrophe, we can't wait to be back with you next week to talk more shit list, more fuck, Mary kill. And of course, more hockey. And with that, we'll say goodbye. Bye everybody. Bye everybody. Bye. Love you. She said it. She said bye. I, did. Really I said, I love you. But well, we can like, do really another heart. Because I, it. It. because I really gotta pee. <laughs> Leaving that in. Bye, everybody. <laughs>